His Morning Crew with Rob, Allison, and Jim. Our producer, Jim Mann, who not only has the strong feeling for cats, but he also has strong feelings for any animal on the animal planet. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, especially the otters. Otters are fun. See? Aren't they fun? They're beautiful. Yeah, they're always fun. They're like little party animals, the otters are. <laughs> Every time we're off to the aquarium, it's jump in with the otters. Mm-hmm. They always got to pull you out of the tank, don't they, Rob? They do, yeah. I have my otter swim trunks on. Oh, okay. Well, the... the uh, Ew. <laughs> I can say ooh to you, dude. <laughs> well, I'm not wearing the little trunks. Well, Ew. Just keep that personal. <laughs> can you just talk about the otter? Monterey Bay Aquarium. There's Abby... The otter. Gosh, Abby, help me out here. What happened here is... I don't know. Two little boys found this toy car there at the aquarium, and so they started playing with it on the uh, rail, on the little <laughs> around the window. It's one of those cards that you pull it back a little. It's got a little spring in it, and it goes for it. And so you let it go? Yeah, so they're doing that along those. the rail? Okay. You got those. Anyway... They just did that. They were just playing with the car. They weren't trying to entertain the otter, but Abby saw it and comes swimming down there and goes along with the car back and forth. He's like, I want to play. I want to take for granted Abby is the otter's name. That's why I said Abby the otter. Why do you keep calling him a he? Abby is a girl's name, dude. Not in Otterland. (laughs) It's reverse in Otterland. Right, Sir Abby? So, uh, this otter. He or she just was wanting to play with this. Tr- I'm finished with the story, though. <laughs> Are you sure? Not really, but okay. I'll finish right here. Now back to these swim trunks. <laughs> oh. Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. Thank you for being with us this morning. As together, we lift up needs that comes from the prayer line. This morning, we have a special one that Allison's going to tell you about in just a moment. But I do want to let you know that the prayer line is always open at 866-987-7729. Please call or t- Text that special number for your prayer request at 866-987-PRAY. We've been praying for Cheyenne Vandergrift for about a month now. She came down with the flu, which escalated into something way worse, and she's been in the hospital since then at MUSC. Well, at 2.15 this morning, her mom um, posted an update. Cheyenne experienced some setbacks. She threw up, and she couldn't recover, so her blood pressure dropped. Her lungs are very weak right now, and this was a lot for her lungs to handle, so they had to put her breathing tube back in. And they're going to be bringing the operating room to her bedside so they can install a line that will help her breathe. Uh, Tina, Cheyenne's mom, has been so faithful through all of these ups and downs. And she says, although this feels like an unexpected throat punch accompanied with many many tears, deep down, I know God uh, has her plan in your hands. And that's early this morning that we got this news. By the way, she's still in the hospital. There's a lot of prayer that's needed. And there's a keyword that you can text right now just to encourage her because the family needs so much encouragement. If you text the word CARD to 800-447-7234, we'll connect you up with Erica's blog. And right there is all the information that you need on how you can get in contact uh, with Cheyenne's family and send a card of encouragement to them. Father, in Jesus' name, we lift up Cheyenne to you right now. This high schooler, 16 years old and going through this. I mean, she just had the flu, and then it escalated to this, and then things were progressing. We've been watching your miracle take place, and then we hear the setback early this morning, just after 2 o'clock. 
So God, I pray that your miracle touch is so present in that hospital room right now. Uh, the doctors seem like they're scrambling and they're working so hard to make Cheyenne healthy and strong. And I continue to pray for Tina, Cheyenne's mom, strengthen that mom who was on her knees constantly. I know, God, in you there is hope. I pray for Cheyenne's friends. I know that they're walking through this struggle right now, trying to figure out why did this happen to my friend. But Cheyenne is so strong. She has such a love for you. And God, we lift her up to you and place her at the foot of the cross. That's all we know what to do and pray for your miracle today. For it's in the name of Jesus we do pray. Amen. Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. You know... I wonder what Monique Hall was thinking. She pulled up to the New Life Covenant Church in Chicago, and she had a pizza because she's a pizza delivery person. So she walked in. The service was going on. They brought her up on stage. The pastor took the pizza, and Pastor Wilfredo gave her a tip of 100 bucks. And then, it didn't stop there, and then a lot of people in the congregation came up on stage. There was a basket there for her, and they started giving her more of a tip. This was a God thing for her, and both she and her pastor were on WGN sharing their story. I had been struggling for a long time, and being a single parent and not having the father in their life, it it takes a real damper on you, especially trying to um, make ends meet. So when they did that, I was overwhelmed, and I was shocked, and and I felt so loved by them, all I could do was cry. So what did she do with all that money that came in, the $100 plus everybody else that gave a tip in that church? She went back and she shared that tip with everybody at that pizza joint that worked with her. No way. Yeah. Oh, I just she, got chills. She Amazing. She did not keep it for herself. Plus, she got a couple of other things and a Bible from that church as well. I think I said that was her pastor earlier, that she doesn't even go to that church. Wow. She probably will now. Oh. <laughs> you know? I think that was a life-changing moment for her. Wow. What kind of pizza was it? Jim, it's not the point of the story. I want the whole story. He's always hungry. Mornings with his morning crew. Do you want to win the war on worry? Begin with the admiration of God. Rejoice in the Lord's strength, faithfulness, and accomplishments. And as you do, you reinforce your faith. Anxiety decreases as our understanding of the Lord increases. Here's what I think. Our biggest fears are like sprained ankles to God. Here's what else I think. A lot of people live with unnecessary anxiety over temporary limps. This is all from Max Lucado's brand new devotional, Trade Your Cares for Calm. I'm just loving going through this. It helps us to be free from the worries that weigh us down. You know, it's amazing to me. If you take a look on our Facebook page, because there we're actually giving this Max Locato devotional book away. You could win it. But we asked about you posting some of the things you're anxious and struggle about that you need some prayer for. You should see some of the comments. I like. I looked at a ton of them. I'm like, wow, I understand this because I kind of go through this too. And so you can leave that comment right there. We'll pray for you. And we'll also, on Friday, which is, whoa, that's tomorrow, isn't it? Tomorrow. This week's going by quick. (laughs) You'll be able to win that. So go ahead and go to our Facebook page, and you could probably win. More than just pretty voices. I'm all about uh, world records, because that's how I live my life, setting world records constantly. (laughs) Twice. Okay. 
That's constantly. Now you got to explain what the two are. One's a pillow fight that you're on with 50,000 people. About bouncing a ball. <laughs> and then bouncing a ball. Lifting with, weights. Stuff like that. With another 50,000 people. This you won't see his name, but you'll see the event. It was fun. Yes. <laughs> anyway, this is one that everyone is going for. Rob, I know you've tried this several times. Okay. What, what was it? It is the most bottle caps removed with a helicopter in three minutes. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Did somebody challenge my world record? Who comes yeah. up with these things? I, this guy. <laughs> well, um, I know Zhou Yang of China broke the record. The record was how many? How many? In three minutes for, with a helicopter? Four. Two. Yes! Four. <laughs> but no more. It is now more than four. It's six. It's just six? Yeah. Oh, well, what you can totally beat this. You got a helicopter, and then you got to, like, sh- I mean, it's good flying right there. And he's got a little, uh, a, uh, like, a bottle opener on the end of one of those little landing yeah, thingies. I get it, goes, yeah. And he... That's amazing. <laughs> That was good. Can I hear your bottle sound again? No, it was better the first time. It was. His morning crew. Okay, Jim doesn't know this, but you probably already know that Jim has a strong feeling for cats. That's one thing that Jim does know. What he doesn't know is that we have a little surprise, and we're going to take a trip back in time all to... No, not 19. (laughs) 2016, when Jim shared with you the wackiest cat names. Do you recall any of this? The wackiest cat names? Uh, Yeah, I think I do. Like what? Uh, I had stuff like uh, Agent Jack Meower. (laughs) Meower. Uh huh. Sir Pickles Pennybottom. Uh huh. Oh, I love that one. Yeah. And can I say this one here? Princess Poopy Paws. (gasps) Boys loved it. Oh, we're going to have to beep you out next time. Yeah. Um, now, here, here's the trip back in time. Here was one. I don't think you mentioned that. It, take a listen to this. Number four is Macaroni Bob. <laughs> yeah, you think of a cat. So just here, Macaroni Bob. Okay. There's, wackiest cat names. Hmm? There's a reason why we say Macaroni Bob. Yes. Suzanne and her daughter, Isabel, are here with us now, Jim. And they have some exciting news to share with you. Oh, man. Well, a few years ago when you were sharing those funny cat names, my daughters and I were in the car listening, and we cracked up so much over Macaroni Bob. We were inspired and said, you know, we need to name our next cat that name. And sure enough, we did. We have a Macaroni Bob in the family. (laughs) That's beautiful. All because of you, Jim. I'm so powerful. You are. Isabel, what's Macaroni Bob like? Um, He's pretty lazy. Um, and he likes to sleep, and he's very playful, though, and he's super sweet. Um, but his name fits him perfectly. Does he talk about me? Does he ask about me? You know? No. Okay. No. I get it. <laughs> Talks about Allison all the time. It's the way that Macaroni Bob says meow. Mm. Oh, okay. Something tells me this is not the un- most unusual name in some pets. Do you have any other pets with different type of names? We do. Well, in the um, inspiration of Macaroni Bob, thank you, Jim. Uh-huh. <laughs> the next cat that came along to us is an orange cat, and we said we need to name him Cheddar. Uh, Cheddar Frank Cheddar. is his full Cheddar name. Cheddar Frank. Cheddar Frank Macaroni. Bob, that's cool. I'm getting hungry. (laughs) I'm sure you are. So, okay, might as well do everything since we all have everybody here. Yes. An honorable 
<laughs> cat song for Macaroni Bob. What kind of cat hangs out in your house? House cat. What kind of cat hangs out in the alley? Alley cat. What kind of cat is a chocolate candy bar? Kitty cat. Whoa. What kind of cat are you? What kind of cat are you? Sing it, ladies. Tell me, tell me true. There you go. Morning crew. So Henry's four, right? He already knows what he wants to be when he grows up. Wild guess. Police officer. Cowboy. Police officer. Oh. Allie gets it today. She always wins. I kind of know four and five year old boys. That's just kind of their thing. Because she has one. <laughs> yep. He's five. Yep. <laughs> right. Well, they're not four or five now, dude. Eh, sometimes. So here, <laughs> let me tell you about Henry. Henry's already went through the cadet program. At four years old. Whoa. He's went through the cadet program. It's really cool. And as you'll hear, he's already learned a lot. Henry had to do weekly assignments. So every week he was mailed assignments from the sheriff's office to do reading, writing, stenciling, coloring, learning some songs, some poems. I am a deputy with my star. I help people Okay, cute guy. <laughs> My goodness, that's amazing. That's the coolest pledge, too, that the cadets make at that young age, at the age of four. Now, now, Henry, his love for law enforcement started when he bonded with his uncle when he was just first born. Deputy Grant Whitaker passed away in the line of duty. It was so sad for the family. He loved his nephew. They were inseparable when he was alive. And little Henry, in the honor of his uncle, just took over his uncle's badge number in a very special ceremony. I love this. I can't believe that kid's four. He's four. Oh. That's the impact his uncle had on him. Does he get his own car? Yeah, he's got the cruiser and everything, man. It's absolutely amazing. Jealous? A little. You shouldn't be. Okay, okay, that's it. Mornings with his morning crew. Well, we're into March, as we all know, and we know what comes with March. Madness, March Madness. Okay. March Madness, that's right, Rob. (laughs) When all the college basketball goes crazy and stuff like that. I'm not into it, but that's cool. What? Anyway. The brackets and everything? Yes, you got it. Well, last year, Pizza Hut came up with a uh, uh, pie tops. Get it? High tops, the shoe. Pie tops. <laughs> where you get, there's a little button on the uh, the tongue, and you push it, and it orders pizza. A shoe does that for you? Yeah. Okay. Isn't it great in America, great. But now, this year, they came out with Pie Tops 2.0. What does it do differently, you ask? I have no idea. What does it do differently? Good question, Allison. First of all, it orders your pizza. And then there's a button on it that'll freeze the live TV. So when the delivery comes, you don't miss a, a single shot. Doesn't your remote do that? Don't don't uh, <laughs> mess this up, okay? It's all about marketing. And can't you have an app that orders the pizza for you? <laughs> These shoes come in red and wheat color. Wheat. Well, my phone comes in white or black. Like yeah. the crust? That's so old-fashioned. Yes. Very good, Allison. <laughs> I don't want crusty shoes. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, then they start smelling. Oh, my gosh. You don't want to order their pizza anymore? There's only 50 pair that are dropping on the week of the 19th. So get your order in quickly. Yeah, well, how much are slice? they? 800 uh, bucks or something? Uh, they're free. 
free. Otherwise, you'll have to use your phone and order it. That's so old-fashioned. Oh, who wants to do that? You can reach down and go on your shoe. His morning crew. Matt Malone has a really interesting side hustle. Now, y'all know what side hustle is, right? Where are you? It's a dance, right? No, it's like a side gig, a little maybe part-time job or something you do on the side that you... That's what this is for me. (laughs) Sorry, you weren't supposed to know that. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Well, Matt, he resells merchandise on Amazon in one year. He made more than $100,000 reselling clothing, furniture, electronics, power tools, camping gear, all that kind of stuff. And you will not believe where he finds this stuff to resell. Garbage dumpsters. No. Yes. Mm -hmm. He's a dumpster diver. And so he finds this crazy, nice, brand new merchandise in dumpsters behind big box stores like Michael's or Rack Room Shoes. It's not garbage. It's, It's a lot of times new product, but I can guarantee it's not broken. So it's, it's very, very wasteful. So why are stores throwing away this perfectly good merchandise? Well, Matt says that's often what happens when you and I return something to the store. Like if someone gives us a gift and we don't really like it or we get it home and decide we don't want it anymore and take it back, they'll just toss it in the dumpster. For real? Yes. And this year, Americans will return $380 billion worth of merchandise. So that's a lot of stuff that's just getting tossed. Why buy anything? You just go dumpster dive for the stuff now. This guy, I mean, he says if he quit his full-time job, Mm -hmm. he could probably make $250,000 doing this. That's crazy. Yeah. Wow. That's quite the side hustle that dude has. side hustle. And turning that trash into treasure, quite literally. Although it was never trash. It was like treasure in the trash. I mean, he went out with this reporter, and he pulled all these jerseys with the tags still on them. Like, really nice sports jerseys. And he put, he looked it up, and they were selling for like sixty five bucks each on Amazon. Didn't you kind of do that once? Didn't you find something somewhere and sell it? Oh yeah. yeah. What was it? Um, mine was a chandelier, like a brass chandelier my neighbor uh-huh. had thrown away, and then just put it on the curb for the garbage man to get. And I took it home and I cleaned it up and I sold it on Craigslist. <laughs> that was like a Dave Ramsey thing, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Clean it to up get like out that. Of debt, baby. I got wow. my car out of a dumpster. I'm sure you yeah. did. Yeah, it's, it's a Hot Wheels or Matchbox, probably. <laughs> so, here, okay, here's a thought. What, one or two different thoughts. Maybe you have a hot side hustle. What is that? That part-time job, whatever you want to call it. What's your side hustle? Or what did you find that was trash that really was a treasure for you? Join the conversation. 800-447-7234. It's his morning crew. Rob, Allison, and Jim. Trash to treasure or that side hustle, all because this guy that Allison learned about finds all this brand new stuff in box stores, dumpsters in the back, and he sells it and makes a ton of money. Yeah, his side hustle makes him $100,000 a year. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> Pretty nice side gig. Well, Hope, Hope texted about her trash to treasure story. She went to an estate sale a few years ago and purchased a set of Raggedy Ann and Andy dolls for $5. She ended up selling them on eBay for $350. No. Yes. Oh, my. Wow. Hannah says, my brother found a phone charger in the trash at his school. He thought that was awesome because he needed the charger and it was free. 
So that's nice. I like free. <laughs> it's for you if it's free, right? Mm-hmm. Free, it's for me. 800-447-7234. We're hearing from Wendy. What's the story, Wendy? I was a brand new mom, and I needed a stroller for my son, and I found this thing on top of a junk heap, like in a dump. And I took this stroller, and it didn't have anything but the four wheels and a seat. And it wasn't fancy. And we lived in the middle of nowhere, Ohio, and our driveway was a mile long, full of ruts and dips. And um, this treasure became my best friend and my son's. And we walked and walked miles in that. And it went through three kids, and it had these extra large wheels on it that went through every terrain that we had to encounter and it was just the best thing where's that treasure today in that stroller uh-huh. well my son is 36 years old and he lives about <laughs> five miles from me and he is wonderful i yeah, didn't mean your son was, was trash <laughs> No, and he is a blessing, and four others as well. So I had five children, and they used and uh, just cherished that stroller so for so many walks, so many hikes. And the harder the bump, the better my son enjoyed the trip. And those wheels were just like mag wheels. They were amazing. Yeah, got a lot of miles out of that too, Wendy, for a lot of years too. That's pretty amazing. What a great story, and she's been blessed by that, and I love how she tells that story for years to come. His morning crew. Talking about those trash-to-treasure stories, or maybe that side hustle kind of gig that you had at 800-447-7234. Michael says, I found a dirty golf bag, bought it for $5, took it home, cleaned it, and sold it for 45 Nice. Well, Christian says that everything we that we have in our house, starting from furniture, dining table, three TVs, microwave, stove, refrigerator, everything has been free. People that post stuff on Craigslist, we just go and get them. Plus, all our clothes um, are from the Goodwill. Free? Mm-hmm. I got to get on this thing. I know. Find well, that I stuff, have huh? noticed they do have a free section on Craigslist. Oh, they do? I've never actually you know, gone after That surprises me that you haven't. Yeah, that's true. It does surprise me. <laughs> I'm, I'm speechless myself. Well, Gary's joining us. Okay, what's your story, Gary? My wife went to a thrift shop and found a little, maybe six-inch tall statue of Jesus. And it's wooden. The whole body has a brass base, brass hands, and a brass head. She just thought it was really beautiful. And it's very simple looking. She brought it home and then got curious because she saw markings on the base. Looked it up on the internet. She got it for about a quarter. Look it up on the internet. It's worth over $1,000. No, get out. Do you still have it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, there's no no reason to get rid of it. We liked it when it was worth a quarter. It, you know, we like it a lot more than it's worth that, but we're not getting rid of it. It's just it's right in our house on the shelf. It's on display. Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. This guy's story is quite amazing on what he does to find stuff and sell it. It's Rob, Allison, and Jim, his morning crew here on his radio. I guess you call that a side hustle. Yeah. He has a full-time job, and then in the evenings and weekends, he goes dumpster diving, and he finds brand new stuff in these dumpsters behind big box stores, and he claims it's uh, not trespassing. Like, he does it totally. He has permission and all of that. Not bad. Mm -hmm. And then he sells the stuff, and it's brand new stuff. Yeah, and in one year, he made $100,000. That's something. $100,000 by dumpster diving. I'm going to look for a side hustle myself now.
Okay, so that's turned into the conversation this morning at 800-447-7234. Yeah, Sarah Texas says, I, I found a Will Moses print at a thrift store. I bought it for $3.50. It's valued at $350 to $400. It's signed and numbered by the artist. Will Moses, not Moses. <laughs> from the Bible, from the no. Bible. The Moses, yes. <laughs> the Moses has his print there. Uh-huh. That's pretty cool. Denise is joining us. What is it, Denise? I had a friend pray so hard a red sofa. She could not afford the bathroom. She had a family, and she was out driving one day, and she saw a red sofa somebody had put out to the street for the trash, and she bought that red sofa. And all through her life, she tells about that red sofa because it talked she depended on the Lord to provide for everything and it just stuck with me and blessed my heart about her faith and how the Lord cares about the smallest little things but that was her trash to treasure well I love the fact that she recognized that even though it was stuck out on the road that that was God's answer for her that's exactly right and it was in a, it was in great shape she used that to share God's love and his word to others. Rob, Allison, and Jim. This is a good time for me to talk about the Humane Society. In fact, the one in Knox County. Is this a cat story? No, these are dogs. Oh, are you okay. sure? Uh, they bark. Okay. <laughs> no, that's a sure sign they're a dog. Okay. Well, you know how dogs love sitting on your couches and your chairs and stuff like that at, at the house? Mm-hmm. You don't have a dog. You can't say that. Well, I you have had them. Dogs. Oh, they all over your couch and so? stuff? Yeah. Mm. I still got hair. It's been gone a few years. It's time to clean up the uh, house. <laughs> well, they came up with a brilliant idea at this Humane Society. This is Humane Society. Uh, they have little little chairs, little overstuffed chairs in each little cage. And the dogs, all of them are sitting up there with a blanket like they're watching TV or something. I think they have a little remote in their paws. <laughs> for TV. Isn't that That's brilliant? cool. It they makes... just get old chairs or something and put them in the cages for them, huh? Yeah, rather than the dogs just, you know, laying on the floor and, and being miserable. They look very relaxed and comfortable in their little overstuffed chairs. People just donate them. 